0: You know, a lot of times people that don't even know God, they want to like philosophize with you or try to figure out, does this God really believe, you know, is God really alive? Is he really, Mm -hmm. is there really a God? And people can't take away your testimony about what God's done for you.
1: This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Ginny Marshall Fry is with us, and she's the author of Going for a Ride A Journey to the Heart's Calling. Ginny works in a cardiology practice in Bellingham, Washington, and she's involved in holistic healing. She has also served in a street ministry. She's been a chaplain in the county jail. And she works in the healing rooms, or she ministers there. So, Ginny, we are very thankful to have you here on Charisma Connection. So, welcome.
0: Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here, too.
1: (laughs) Great to have you. So, tell me, Ginny, I understand there was a time in your life when you feel like God woke you up and you decided to become the person that he created you to be. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, actually, what had
0: happened was I was dealing with depression. I'm not a depressed person by nature. Um, I was raised in a very strong Christian family, and mm-hmm. my friend kept asking me to come to her church. And I kind of hymned and hawed and knew about church Um, I just wasn't as involved in church as I once had been. And I Mm -hmm. always had the desire to be in church, but I kind of was just living my life. And so she invited me to come to church. I went to church. I went up for prayer. I made a bargain with God. And I said, God, if you heal me, I was supposed to actually go, go to a doctor and get started on medication. And the week before mm-hmm. the pastor at the time said, I think we need to do prayer at the at the in the middle of service instead of end. And I would always be lying out the door because I wasn't um, I, I felt funny about having people pray for me that I really didn't know. And so mm-hmm. I went I went up in the middle of the service and they prayed for me and they hit everything that I was going through and I got uh-huh. completely healed, delivered. It went through my bloodline, um broke things off me and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this God stuff is real." But
1: <laughs> When you figured I, that out, did you?
0: Yes. When I went up there, I made a bargain with God. And I said, if you heal me, because I don't know why I, I didn't have any reason to really be depressed. Um, I said, if you heal me, I will do what you asked me to do. And so mm-hmm. I, I can God must've known that I w- meant what I said. And, um, From that time forward, I was I had become a change person, wanting God in my life, wanting to tell other peoples about the goodness of who God was. And um, he just started working in my life. And so that's what changed me. I had an an experience with God.
1: It sounds like you did. And a very full one that. Yes. So tell me, um, how do you encourage other people through your book or in other ways, you know, especially people who are dealing with depression like you did?
0: Um, I just I think I encourage them that God can heal people, that God can Mm -hmm. minister to people, that um, sometimes that they don't have to give up hope that um, they can get through this. And I'm very thankful that God did it the way he did with me. So I always share my testimony because I think, you know, a lot of times people that don't even know God, they want to like philosophize with you or try to figure out, does this God really believe, you know, is God really alive? Is he really, mm-hmm. is there really a God? And people can't take away your testimony. About what God's That's done for right. you, and so mm-hmm. I just feel that by telling my own testimony of what God has done in my life speaks volumes more than me quoting scriptures or trying to prove the existence of who God is or whatever. <laughs> and also, too, I think um, I try to encourage others. To um, especially be open to the Holy Spirit, because I think sometimes people can have a dry walk if they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. And so yes. I think that some that's another thing I try to really encourage other people and also just to listen, to, listen to what what they're sensing or what they're feeling or what God's um put in their hearts and their spirits because i think Mm -hmm. sometimes people aren't still enough to sit there because we live in such a crazy world of being busy all the time like what what's god trying to show you you know in your life Mm -hmm. to become and i'm sure in
1: in your uh in your cardiology practice you see all these people while you're doing stress tests (laughs) and you know that uh They're not relaxed, right?
0: (laughs) No, 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 they're not relaxed. And especially, um, you know, with all this stuff that's been going on and just recently in our world, I mean, people are not relaxed and people need people know need to understand that there is a God that loves them, that wants to um, help them, that wants to show them love and doesn't want them mm. to walk
1: in fear, so mm. amen, yeah, I want to talk to you more about what's going on right now, but as I look at your book title, it's "Going for a Ride: A Journey to the Heart's Calling." So tell us why why is it going for a ride? Why do you think we're on a ride?
0: Well, I really believe that we are all on a spiritual journey and i mm-hmm. all believe i also believe that we all have a path that god has laid out for each person and sometimes things um are bumpy the roads bumpy sometimes we take detours sometimes it's not an easy um I don't know, sometimes it's not easy access to what you feel God's showing you, but I think it's listening and being aware of what God's spirit is trying to tell you that it really is going for a ride because sometimes people have obstacles that happen in their lives and they're like, okay, God, I never thought this was going to happen. How am I going to mm-hmm. progress through this time and season i mean if i mean especially something like this nobody thought this was going to happen two or three months ago and now how do we progress it how do we go through it you know and so sometimes it's it's listening to the spirit and maybe what the spirit's trying to show you that it really is a ride
1: do you know what i mean Uh, yes i do definitely and and the subtitle to your book is called a journey to the heart's calling so how have you learned your calling as you've just sort of moved on in your christian life and grown
0: yeah i think what happened with me was i um went to a prophetic church and i was i um i mean i even remember as a young kid being concerned about where people were spiritually. And so hmm. um and then I think some of the the prophetic words that I was getting lined up with what I felt in my heart that I kind of always kind of knew but I never really um what's the word nurtured Do you know I think mm-hmm. I just kind yeah. of like went through life and kind of done did the things that kind of I thought I was supposed to do. I liked cardiology. I kind of got involved in that kind of work. I also um you know, you know, was very active in um social activities and played sports when I was in high school and college and kept participating in the things that I enjoyed just living life. But this other Mm -hmm. aspects of me, I kind of felt like was dormant. And so I felt like God awakened me to that aspects of myself that I wanted to tell other people about the good news. And what was Mm -hmm. really in there kind of got brought more to the forefront, you know, as far as maybe getting Prophetic words, which kind of nurtured those things, but then also I always felt that way anyway. Do you know okay. I always kind of had so that it's how God uh,
1: created you and it it came to came to the fore as you you know became a Christian and you learned how to walk in the spirit right right, okay well, that's something we all need to learn how do you how do you get people to learn about? you know, being led by the spirit in their daily lives?
0: Well, I think a lot of it, I think God works with people so differently. It's uh-uh. it's weird because I think some people, he works by confirming something either through scripture or through something they maybe saw a sign and, or, or, you know, I've heard some people, you know, say, oh, well, God talks to me through numbers. And some people, it's like they may have a dream or a vision. And some people it's by feel. I know for me, it's by feel. I get a feeling on me when I kind of feel God's You know, even when I did street ministry, a lot of times I would we would be walking into the homeless camps and my my hand, my legs would get warm. And so I'm like, Mm. this is the camp we need to go to, not this other one, but this one. And so I think sometimes it's a it's a it's for some God works mysteriously through all of our senses and I think it's just knowing what how God speaks to you because I think I didn't even understand I remember when I was first going to church and people would be like the anointing the anointing I'm like what are they talking about the anointing and then right. I think I I gave I gave some money to somebody on the streets one day and I felt God's presence and uh-huh. I was that's what they're talking about. So Uh I think (laughs) so I think for everybody, it's a little different. And so I think what you what most people need to know is how does God speak to them? And that's where it's so much about a relationship, because yes. you, I remember when I for when I felt like God was calling me to go into into the jails, I would feel a sensation when I would drive by the jail, and I'm like going, "No, God, you're not telling me to go there," and I kind of hemmed and hawed about it for like six months. And I finally Mm -hmm. said, okay, and I'd be like, I don't even know how the heck I'm going to get into the jail. And Uh Uh but then once I decided to do it, he started, oh, God started opening up the doorway for me to go into the the jail. So Mm -hmm. I think I think what I'm trying to get at is that's why it's so important to have a relationship a relationship because yes it will your spirit will grow and then you will start understanding how does god work with you
1: yes okay good well um each one of us has our own gifts and uh way of responding to the spirit it's also important that we're very much into scripture and understanding scripture so that we don't mistake what we think is the spirit in our lives, right?
0: oh yes, I mean we it does say try the spirit, you know, test the mm-hmm. spirit,
1: you know yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, well, that's important too, good, yeah. well, you know, as we're in this time of coronavirus and i'll I'll end with this question, um you know, how can you really encourage other people and sort of remind them of the presence of God as we go through this time where a lot of people are given to fear and anxiety?
0: Yeah, I think the thing is, is to step back, because it's really easy to get entrenched with um, listening to the news. I mean, I know even my own, you know, smartphone, every couple minutes, I've got like a news (laughs) alert that That goes on my phone. (laughs) And it's like, this, this is what's going on. This is what the CDC is saying. This is what, you know, how many cases are in this area, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's very important to step back and take that time to be alone with God and keep your peace. And look Mm -hmm. at it from a standpoint of, um, what is God trying to say to us globally? Is he trying to say, okay, step aside, come out of the world system. I want to spend, I want to slow your life down. Do you know? Because I think so many times it's so easy to just keep busy, 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 busy. And sometimes, I mean, we have to realize that this isn't just happened in the United States. it's happened all over the world, and how mm-hmm. it's it's made people stop and you know, come aside. And so I think the important thing is like, well, what is God trying to say in this time and season? What is he trying mm-hmm. to say to the to to each person? What is he trying to say globally? that we are all, you know, that we are, you know, in this together. It's not just about my life and your life, but that we need to really be in this together and help one another to be able to create a time of peace when there is so much uncertainty.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's a really good word to end on, Jenny. We thank you so much for being with us here today on Charisma Connection. And we want people to uh, be able to get to your website to check out your book and just learn more about you. And that website is goingforaride.com. And there the four is a number for going, number four, aride.com. So they can access uh, your book there, which is Going for a Ride, A Journey to the Heart's Calling uh, by Ginny Marshall Fry. Ginny, thanks so much for being with us today on Charisma Connection.
0: Thank you for having me. This has been great.
1: (laughs) Well, I've enjoyed learning your story about your story, and I'm sure that our listeners have as well.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And be
1: blessed. I'm Chris. Yes, you too. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us here on Charisma Connection. And don't forget to go to cpnshows.com, and that's where we have all of the many shows on our network. Check them out. They're always growing. And also take note of the Charisma Media Audio app there. You'll learn about how you can listen to Charisma Magazine on audio instead of just reading it. Or if you want to do both, great. But uh, that's called Charisma Media Audio. And you can also go to charismamediaaudio.com and learn more about a 10-day free trial where you can sign up to listen in the spirit today. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network.